Welcome to We Don't Have a Title. Uh, my name is Renee Pena, and many of you know me as Renee Emilio. Today, we're going to do an episode number one. Today's guest will be Hannah. A little bit of story about Hannah and how I met Hannah. As you guys know, I work at La Bodega Latina here in Portland, Maine. I randomly just met Hannah as a customer. She came in, I don't know how many years was it, probably like three to four, probably was, five years ago. It was a ago. long time ago, yeah. It was a long time ago. And I remember her just coming in with her son. He was pretty small by then. And her back then husband. And I don't know, it was it's something attractive that I found that I'm like, you know what? I, I like her. And randomly I bump into her on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, follow. As many else we as many just like we all do, we creep on people <laughs> in a good way, in a very good way. So, Hannah, welcome. Thanks for having me here. I am so excited. I know. I'm very excited yeah. to have you here. Um, we never hang out out of Ever. our Instagram tag post and like each other's stuff. I think I saw you a couple of times at the gym. Uh, Which Port- one? The one in Portland. Um Fitness Factory. Oh, at Fitness Factory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and was I, quite a while And I ago. saw your dad there, too. Oh, oh my God. Yes, <laughs> yes. so yes. <laughs> Jack, my dad used to go to the gym and just take selfies. <laughs> <laughs> he would, he, and he just sensed it. Like, I'm like, you go in for 30 minutes, you just run into cardio. And take a selfie. And take a selfie. He's like, well, I was sweating. I'm like, no, I could tell. Anyways, Hannah, I'm very, I'm very happy for you to be here. I, The reason why I followed you is because... You always give these amazing tips. Oh, uh, you are aware of self care. You are aware of fitness, and I like those kind of people. I believe that you bring so much into people's life. You brought to me because <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm always buying iced coffee, and I always have a re. Uh, I'm going to say it again. I always have an iced coffee with me. And I always, when I get a straw, I always think of Hannah. Because she's very aware of recycle, don't use plastic. And I feel very guilty right now having this (laughs) drink with me in front of you. My son and I did a beach cleaning last week. (laughs) (laughs) And how many straws have you found? No, We only found one. Oh, that's not bad. But we found 67 um, cigarette butts. Oh, it, it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we're, I'm not a smoker. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So, that's a good so Hannah, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and for my audience to know, like, who you are. Okay, so uh, I am half Dominican, like you. Yes. Uh, yes, so that's something that we have in common. Um, so something that a lot of people don't know, and I usually don't like to share, is that I grew up in a very, very Christian religious christian very strict um community almost like a cult and i was part of uh, that for a long long time and growing up i was super super sick and my dad always said it was you know it was something else and he never believed in you know the natural route no i get it so yeah, so I want to talk about that maybe in a little bit. But, yeah, that's fine. We can um, go back to it. I, I, I can I can relay. I grew up in a not Christian, but, but Catholic. Catholic yes. It's very Dominican. We all yes. know that we are very, they, they are very strict to Catholic. Yes. And it can drive everybody crazy. And 
Yeah. Sometimes we grew up with certain people and we just don't want to. Yeah. We just want to don't be that part of mm-hmm. that religion area. Yeah. So, yeah, growing up was really, really tough because I was the very odd duckling growing up. I was always I always had a big mouth. And a thing I used to always say, I don't run with those who run. You had a voice. So my dad never liked that about me because I was, you know, out there with everything. I questioned everything. And that's my motto in, in life. I question everything. But uh, a little bit about me. I used to do um, CNA work for a long time. And I used to think I wanted to go into the nursing field. And for me, um, just seeing the way um, nurses were super, super unhealthy and they were so fake. I was like, I don't want to be part of this fake world where nurses are, you know, most of them were overweight. Um, they smoked and yes, I, they were preaching I something that. that they did not do. So for me, after, you know, working in that industry for six years, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to start my own thing. And I didn't even know what I was going to start. But, but, you, I, but then, you knew that you have to get out of yeah, that situation. Yeah, I did. And, and I like that. Out of desperation, I started cleaning. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start cleaning for, like, the rich. I'm going to start, like, making my own natural products. And I'm going to go with it. And, you know, seven years later, I have a very successful, eco-friendly cleaning company i usually don't talk about it but that's but that's, that's that's fine that's what i that's do that's fine i really like the echo cleaning area yes because we do use a lot of unhealthy yes my mom is in my oh mom, bleach it's everything yeah, is everything bleach. is bleach my mom yes. my mom i grew up in a cleaning system like in a not in cleaning system but in the cleaning company since i was a kid because my dad used to own uh, bodegas in Boston, yeah. and my mom used to clean. Yeah, well, you know, my parents are divorced, but it's they it's so hard. Like it does it does so bad for what yourself. What is that stuff that they use? Uh, Mistoline, Fabuloso, oh, yeah, Pineso. It's just terrible for you. Yes. It's like you you inhale these terrible fumes. They're yeah. fumes. They're so bad for you. But I love that you do that. I want to touch. I please let's come back to that um, because nobody really takes care of that what we mm-hmm. inhale and i yeah. want you to give at least you know a few tips for people to practice it at okay. home um and that would be great to do that so yeah. if you want to continue okay and i like that you point out that the nurses are fake i kind of agree not with that every, not, not all. every all not of all. them but i but. agree <laughs> i the bodega that i'm at right now in portland we are across from the main medical center yeah and i am amazed how they are big smokers and it's terrible it's like is this what you're going into the hospital and and pretend that oh you're gonna get well you're gonna get healthy like if you're gonna practice something be the example exactly hold on i'm trying to i'm trying to set this up oh it's okay i know you're videotaping us there's too much going on no don't worry we can always cut the video we can always do it the video is How are you, Jack? I'm so tired. <laughs> Good morning, Jack. Good morning. <laughs> Don't worry. Is, is Uber Eats a thing here? Yes. Yes. Let me go there. All right. Not you should get some food. You should, right? Yeah, do it. It's like, this is the... Should I lose online? 14 people close online. Hopefully they'll join us. But, like, yeah, you can save that. And... You know what? 
You can save it. Yeah, the live. The, the live. You can save it and yeah. like play it for like twenty four. Yesterday, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of that, and apparently, I am. Like yesterday's didn't didn't save. Oh. But today's gonna save because I didn't have the settings correctly. Yeah. So apparently now now it's gonna. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right, let's go. Sweet. Let's get so back. yeah, let's go. I guess. All right. So we continue. I um, I know that you have a son. I do. So let me like backtrack a little bit and then like tell you how I pretty much just got into fitness. So. Um, growing up, I had terrible migraines. Um, I used to have migraines pretty much like three times a day. And my dad used to say that I would get migraines the days that we had to go to church. Which, so you don't go, so you don't need to go. So I didn't have to go. That's so he would Dominican always say, <laughs> oh, that's like a demon or like he would pray for me and nothing. And I was always sick, sick growing up. Um, long story short, when I came to the States, I was 22. I came by myself and I started, you know, I was still eating a lot of crap. Did you grow up in Portland? So I grew up um, in Bradford, Maine, in a farm. Where is that? It's like way up north. It's oh like God. 20 minutes past Bangor. And it's like, it was like a Christian community. Uh, not a lot of people know this, <laughs> but I grew up in a weird Christian community where they lived together. And then my dad wanted to start something and in the Dominican Republic and that went to poop. It didn't go very well. Okay. So we kind of like went back and forth. So I grew up, uh, in the Dominican Republic and in Bradford. So it's like, when you say Dominican Republic, where specifically? Cause I have a very Cutupula huge... Vega. In La Vega. La Vega. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> La Vega, Jack, it's a very... That's where all the beauty queen comes out of. Yes. Top beauty queens. And it's very known for its carnival. It's in February, carnival. Mm -hmm. Car carnival. Carnival, which yeah. is the festive it's of this, carnivals. It's the second biggest um, carnival like in the world. The in first, the world. Yeah, the yeah. first one is in Brazil. And then Dominican Republic has like the second one in... People like dress up in crazy costumes and they chase you and hit you with like. It's just fun. It's, it's fun. crazy. It's a huge it's, party yeah. in February. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know, Jack, you need to go. So anyway, so I grew <laughs> up there and like I said, I was always very sick. So when I came here to the States, I was by myself pretty much. And I was like eating like McDonald's, um, Burger King and I was like, before that, I was like always underweight. So I was like 110 pounds. Less than what you are now? Yeah, I weigh 132 wow. right now. So I was like 110 pounds. So I was like super underweight. I was like having tons of migraines. Then I came to the States and then I started eating McDonald's, like all that stuff. So within six months, I was 160 pounds. Wow. Six months. I feel bad right now because I do eat McDonald's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, I. So, Go ahead. anyways, I was super, super unhealthy. I was feeling like crap. And then I met my husband, which was my boyfriend at the time. Which and that's the guy that you come in at the store. Yeah. Okay. And then I got pregnant. So when I got pregnant, I was like, you know what? I need to do something about my life. You know, I need to start eating healthy. Like I started researching. So I started little by little, you know, eating healthy and I was like wow I start feeling better blah 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 and then my migraine stopped going away and I was like wait what's going on like maybe it's my hormones so I came across a book this guy named um doc doctor his name is Mark Hyman Dr. Mark Hyman 
And he has this whole thing, it's called like integrated medicine, which looks at you from like the core and not just like one diet. So he believes that everybody is different. So what works for you doesn't work for me. I, I've always say that. So pretty much that's where I started reading a lot of his stuff. And then I started, you know, following a lot of his stuff. And then that's, you know, the whole eating. So I started eating super healthy just because I was pregnant. And then after my son was born, I started working out. And So you have never worked out in your life? Mm-hmm, never. How was that first entrance to that gym? It was scary. Isn't it, right? It was, like, super scary because I was, like, that girl at the cardio machine. And I was, like, doing cardio for, like, a year. And we, yeah, I did Because I was, like, so, yep. like, I had no clue what to do with weights and all that stuff. And then I had a random guy approached me and he was like oh you should you know try to like do squats and I'm like I had no clue what to do so anyways he's kind of like showed me a little bit in the gym and then at that time my husband was doing um powerlifting at the same gym yes and we went to like a meet and I saw a girl her name is um Jade Sokobi do you follow her on Instagram no what's her name Jade Sokobi she's lost like over a hundred pounds and she's like huge in the power lift. Okay. So I saw her and I'm like, holy shit, who's this chick? So I went to talk to her and I'm like, so what do you do? She's like, Oh, I just like, you know, power lift. So I'm like, I want to be like that girl. Good, good so, inspiration. Yeah. So I literally like after I met her, I was like, I want to learn how to power lift. And that's pretty and that's much where you got into that's the fitness. That's where I got into it. I just I started it. lifting weights and I loved it. Did do you worked out while you were pregnant? I didn't. You didn't. You I did it did. after. After, yeah, wow. like a year after I was, I had my I love son. that. I love that you have courage to change your life, change mm-hmm. your situation. Yeah. And make it better. And you knew yeah. that you had to do and you did it. I did it for my son. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm pregnant. Like, it was a pregnancy that wasn't, ex- you know, I, we didn't plan to be pregnant. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to have this child but if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it the right way so i, I bought like all the health books and i was like I that's need good to, yeah that's good so i did very it good for him. and your son was born healthy super healthy he was huge, amazing like super big i love that i love that and i've always when i follow hannah she helps her son well i don't know if you help him but he looks like he knows how to cook yes and he cooks very yes. good. <laughs> I I was like the black sheep growing up, but my son is the perfect child. It's not to brag, but my son is like amazing. Like he loves to eat healthy. And I think it's because I started feeding him like super, super healthy. Like I never bought like uh, bottled, what do you call it? Like the food that's pre-made. I never did that. I was like, I'm going to make my own food. Like compotas? Compotas. I never gave him from compotas. Compotas. I have to, I have to find the definition of compota <laughs> in, in English. What is baby food? Baby food. Yeah, like yeah, baby she food. Never, she never feeded her no, baby food. I literally Good. made all his food. I breastfed him till he was 18 months. Wow. He was walking and talking. That's amazing. I, I, like, I like that. I like that you help him and he sees that example in you because nowadays we see a lot of parents just give the easy food to them which is what's available fast food like chips and these type of drinks are so unhealthy for you yeah i got shit one time like on social media on facebook because i 
I don't have Facebook anymore. I don't know if you noticed, but I no, deleted no. it. I deleted it like Good for you. six months ago. <laughs> but years ago, I posted that parents that feed their children are abusing. That's a sort of like abuse. And people are like, that's not true. And I'm like, yes, it's, it's abuse because children don't have a choice. They don't know. So you, they learn what you, you are, give them. You are abusing that child because you are giving him junk. You as a parent know it's junk. And you're still giving it to that child. Because the they child, want it. But the child doesn't know it's junk. Exactly. So that's, in a way, that's abuse. And exactly. I had so much You see, I don't, I don't, that. I'm not a father, but I, I, I am, I helped my mom raise two siblings of mine. They're very young aged. One is, uh, actually going into college and just. 17 and the other one's like 11 years old and i always i used to see how my mom used to feed them and buy these pre-made stuff and i got to her and i'm like do you know what this mac and cheese has in that powder cheese mm -hmm. she's like no i'm like well here there's a video and i showed her i'm like yeah. this cheese that's powder cheese gives cancer mm -hmm. did you knew that she's like no i'm like well there you go so after that, they have learned their way to change their yeah. eating habits, and so do you. It's just so it's just, it's terrible out there. Do you think like people don't know that food is unhealthy, or do you think it's just for convenience? Because that's a question I ask myself a lot. Because for me, like I always like I go to the store and I always like like to read labels, and it's like people. I, I read labels. Yeah, and it's like, do people actually? Do you think people actually know? That is bad, no. or they just don't care. Like I live that. I think that we live in a very fast, fast-paced world in general. I think we're too busy concentrating on work. We're too yeah. busy on concentrating on make money to support our family to pay their bills. That some of us, and even me, including even though I'm a freak with the food, yeah. I tend sometimes to eat pretty bad. Yeah, and I'm guilty of it, and I feel p terrible afterwards. Yeah. But I think that some of some of us don't look at labels. Some of us don't even care what's in it, and we probably know, but we don't. We just don't have the time for that. If do you think we have we don't have time, or we don't want to make time? We don't want to make time. Okay, we don't want to make time. Because I, I feel I, like I do we that. do have time. Yeah, so, but it takes time. Like, you know how many time? Like, you know okay, how many hours it takes to I make know, like, meal prep. But like, look at look at my situation. Not to put myself in a pedestal, I had like a really like shitty situation happen to me. Like you know, with like with my husband passing and all that stuff. And I don't like I don't make excuses for what happened. Like I was stuck with nothing. I was left with nothing. Like he had no life insurance. He had nothing, and I was left with with nothing. With nothing, pretty much. And you and hustle. you know, it's like. I didn't choose to like fall into this whole pity. Oh, like I'm by myself, and I have to raise this child by myself. You, I don't and, have family. And you raise a child, and I know you go to the farmers market. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Now farmers market these days are expensive. Yes. How do you manage? I am super aware of what you're gonna buy. Like, yes, it's, like, a, it's, it's all about planning. Like I am, a, I love to plan, and it's like. If you just go to the, for me, if like, if you just go to the grocery store, like the grocery store is literally made by, they, they bring in a psychiatrist and they literally plan the whole store. Like the whole way that apples and everything is stacked mm -hmm. is literally made to lure people. Vision. Into, 
into certain so, yes yeah so the whole thing when you walk into the store like the first thing you usually see is all the aisles of junk and that's where the majority of people go into and that's i call it the death zone ah <laughs> no that's that's it's literally the death zone because if you walk in and you take a right or a left mm -hmm. you're safe but if you go in the middle you're going into the death zone so you take a left and usually you have like your vegetables your fruits your that's cheese. usually where you go yeah. in the then you go to the area. back you get your meats then you get your eggs your cheeses and then you leave yeah if you go into the middle you're dead don't go hey, in I, the I, middle I, you know what now that i'm picturing i kind of see it it's like a wow yes ah i learned something today <laughs> Yeah, so good, very good. I like that. You know, I while we were talking about that, you mentioned about your husband passing away. Mm -hmm. I was your, I, I I was your follower by then, and it touched my heart. Mm -hmm. It touched okay. my heart because it just happened randomly. You did. It happened randomly, and I'm like, it shakes me. And every time I see some situation like that it shakes me. Yeah, as a human. Because, and I always tell this to everybody, we're here today, but we don't know tomorrow. We don't. He was a super healthy I remember. I remember you person. walking him into the gym, I mean, into the, the bodega. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what a perfect family. Yeah. And boom, I don't know where. Yeah. Can you, do you mind sharing no, a little no, bit of it's, that? No, no, it's, it's addiction. You know, like a lot of people don't talk about it. It's something that's very hidden. Addiction. People, people drug addiction okay so people think that you know drug addiction are people out in the streets and it's like you know drug addiction it it Could touches anybody it's like the wealthy and usually for from what i've seen cleaning i've noticed that there's more addicts they're rich than poor people because they have they're more likely to get their doctors to prescribe them medication and you know Doing my job, a lot of my clients, or most of my clients, you know, they use, you know, painkillers, yeah. like, say, and, you and know, I whatever. Like that, I like that you say that because it's it's not only drugs. We have, a, we have a, a, like, for example, us, the Latins, we think drugs as what it is, like yeah. marijuana or yeah. cocaine or that's so, just not that. But if you, if you look at the, the, the definition of drug and medication, they're both the same. Exactly. So a medication and a drug is something that's used to, to treat a symptom. It's not, it's not there to cure you. So majority of people are on drugs. Like if you take even Tylenol, Tylenol Ty is exactly. a drug. Tylenol is Any, a drug. It's a drug. Yeah. Um, whatever, any kind of pain medication, you know, you are on the pill, to, you know, and, you know, antipsychotics, all those are drugs. Their medication and drugs are the same thing. So it's something that a lot of people, they look down on people that, you know, like with my husband, there were a lot of comments on Facebook, oh, one less junkie off the street. And I'm like, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know what happened. You don't know his story. Like this person was like, and Advid, you know, he was like a health nut. He was in the gym seven days a week. He ate super clean. He mealed prepped. But he had, you know, an addiction. Like, he liked to use drugs on the side. And, you know, it's... Did you ever try to push him away from it? I did. But it was something... It's hard. It's something that he, um, he had going on since he was, like, 
early like teens. Okay. So something that he never got help for, and even and though you knew that going, I into knew that, thing. and he struggled on and off, and you know he would get clean. And but you were there would, to help. Yes, I Good. was with him for fourteen years. Wow. Yes. Wow, fourteen years. Fourteen years. Listen, I, I, you I, don't I, see that anymore. <laughs> it's t- well, it's hard. I I I feel when I see and hear about relationships over ten years, I'm like, how do you do it? Yeah. How do you manage to deal, manage? Uh, to live with someone for over yeah. 10 years, 20 years, it's tough, you know? We yeah. live in this world, everybody's yeah. different. It is. I think social media has made things a little more difficult for, for relationships. Yeah. Because people, like you say, like we're in, the, we're in this whole thing that we want fast, easy, quick. And that's the whole thing with, with relationship. You know, people want easy, quick, fast, filtered looking girls. Yeah. And it's, you know... It's right there on your phone. It's all right there on your phone. That's, it's that's, like you don't have to even yeah. have a, a real conversation with people. It's just visual. They they, visual. they they get their mind and... Yeah. Oh and I think for us, like, we met before all that. And we, like, dated and did all that fun stuff. So I think that's what pretty much kept us together, that we still had that before the whole instagram facebook went mm-hmm. crazy yeah yeah so it's it's out there and it's temptation it is it's temptation and i i am glad that we we touch base on that on your husband passing away and you you're a strong woman thank you you're a strong woman and i am like go hannah Thanks. because it takes you're brave. You're brave to move on, to continue your lifestyle, and to show your son yeah. that you can do better in yeah, this world. Yeah, and talk about it. And you talk know, about it. You know, not a lot of people are... How old was he when he passed away? He was 33. Your son. Oh, my son, he was 10. It was three days before his birthday, wow. and we still had his birthday plan, plan and we still went with it. How, how, can, how does a, a child of 10 years old... Ten, you said. That is why aware of. I have a dad, you know. Like, how did he manage that? I think he. I'm 28, and I feel like, geez, if I lose someone right now, I'm like, I I just want to go in bed. I think my son and I are very alike in that sense. Like, my son is like super, super strong. Like, he he'll come and ask me. He's like, Mom, are you okay? Like, can I do anything for you? So that's. I think that's something that he that he has that he knew that his dad was was going through like issues and we talked about he knew? it yes wow we talked about it like i've never i've had family members that don't agree the way with the way i'm bringing up my son because i'm very open about everything well you know what the not the dominican but the latin culture are very judgmental of mm-hmm. what we do with our life mm-hmm. and one of the things that i as as a man it's like I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm. You know, I've moved on in life. I have moved from places to places, changed careers a million times. Yeah. And there's always someone in the family. Exactly. Making a judgment. Yes. And you know what? Every judgment that they do lifts me up mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know what? I'll prove them wrong. Yeah. And to this day, I have. Yeah. So good for you. Thank you. Like I, I'm like I, like I said before, I'm like the black sheep, and like my family's always like, you know, I've had people that, you know, family that do support me in some of the things, but my, the mo- most of the things I've done with my life, 
my family doesn't support me because you know I'm very liberal I'm very open I'm very non-judgmental and you know like coming from that whole religious background you know according to to the bible i'm going to hell yeah so which i don't care because <laughs> i think i think you can make hell right here on earth yeah so and I, like talking like one thing i, I put down on, on my little notes and i just remembered that i wanted to talk about was the whole religious thing like i have a client who is um Super, super religious. And, I, you know, I love her. And she, like, I'm the kind of person, I consider myself kind of like an owl that I like to observe everything. And I'm the I just, same way. I'm, you know, that's like my spirit animal is the owl. Same way. I like to just walk in a building and just, I sense things and I look around and, you know, I get Are you a, about energy? Yes, I'm absolutely. I'm all about the energy. Yes, if I, I don't can, feel the energy, yes. trust me, I'm going to walk Yeah, walk my friends, my best friend, um, my best friend, Jalalisa, she's like, Hannah, is this, this is feel right right now she's like is the energy okay because she knows that i'm like i'll go into like a building we'll go to a bar and i'll be like let's leave i don't like the energy in here so I'm the she's exa- pretty good I'm, I'm the exact way but anyways this person um it's kind of like what happened to me growing up that i feel like a lot of like in religion and people they don't listen to their bodies they're always blaming an outside source for their sickness and this person, she is, she and her children are always sick. Like, she's always, like, depressed. She has all these issues. And I've, you know, slowly tried to, throughout the years, tried to give her advice. And she just doesn't does get it. it. No. And the whole thing, like, with me, like, my dad would blame my migraines on demons. And they would pray for me and it didn't help. And migraines are, the reason I used to get migraines was because I was allergic to a lot of foods. So, People that have migraines, the, the reason people get migraines, it, they're all related to food. It's food allergies. You know, nitrates give you migraines. Wow. And, yeah. Wow. So I've never gone a migraine my, starts know. in your gut and you feel it in your head. But a migraine always starts in your gut. Wow. So people that are listening and you have migraines, it's like you should do what it's called the elimination diet where you eliminate Certain foods. All foods. And then you write down what you ate that day, everything you ate. And then you just just say, how did you feel that day? If you felt fine, none of those foods. I've heard of that. Yeah. Then the next day you start with different foods and you write down. So if you get a migraine that day, you're like, oh, what what did I eat? Was it the pizza? Maybe it was the cheese or maybe it was the tomato sauce. So it's something. So that's it's a little complicated, but that's how I figured out that my migraines were triggered by food but the whole thing is that a lot of people try to blame like something else for the reason that they're feeling depressed and it's like if you would just literally change your whole diet and start exercising you wouldn't even need antidepressant like you would feel much better and it's like stop blaming blaming something else and And, and change it has that ever happened to you that you would crap and then you feel like crap well, I let's say. Come on. <laughs> I, I I'm a big food person. I love yeah. to eat, and I was a little bit overweight. Yeah. And I started noticing that the more I eat, like it wasn't I wasn't getting better. Yeah. Because I was getting tired pretty much. And you I were was, feeling depressed. I was feeling depressed. Yes. I Hannah, I want you to come back because I. I connect with you and I want my audience to connect with you. 
I love what you do. Thank you. I think you are not a black sheep. Oh, I know. You, <laughs> you are a star. Thanks. And we are are a star, and that's what I want to implement in this in this podcast. We all go through things yes. in life. We all go through struggles and obstacles, but we as human, for example, you are brave. You take risk, and you motivate, and you change your life, and that's what it's all about. I think it's self awareness yeah. that you need to change something, mm-hmm. and you did it, and. Right now, you're amazing. You're you have your son. You live a life, and I love that. And I I, I I I want you to continue that. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you for for yeah. all the Instagram story. You should tell people what's your Instagram so they can start following you. If you love what we just spoke, tell them your Instagram. Okay. So yeah, like I said, thank you for having me here. Um, my Instagram is Healthy Latin Spice, and yeah. Uh, it was really nice talking to you. And yeah, I think for me, like my story, it's like having a hard childhood. What would you tell those people that are, that they think that they're alone in, this, in their situation? Like, but what would, let's say this question. Right, motivate them. Okay, I, so if you think that you're the only person out there that's going through crap or what whatever like don't think that way i think life gives you things to test you i believe we are all um spiritual beings living a human experience and i I always tell people remember who you are i love that. so there's a source what i believe there's a source and then we're here just living this human experience and we are being tested every single day and it's up to us to either you know move forward and and pass that or stay there so those challenges that come to us they're not there forever it's just a test in life be like you have the choice to like either you know move forward with it and make the best out of it so like don't feel like oh poor me why me like why do i have this like i always say but i might not have a million dollars but i am healthy i have my eyes i can walk i live in america like on a free like there's so much so if you live with a heart full of you know gratefulness i think more good things come to you so i like that i like that i I agree with you. Yeah. I love it. I believe that we all need to know that we're not alone. We're not. And it's just a situation or a phase that's just, you're going to learn something from mm-hmm. it. It's all a test. It's a test. It's a test. Life that is all test. You got to sit down and say, you know what? What can I do to mm-hmm. move on? Yeah. Good. Well, Hannah, thank you for coming. I do want to invite you later on yes. through the podcast. I know this is episode one, and I'm so happy to have you. And please um, su- uh, subscribe, share, comment, or like. And if you have anybody that you want and you think it's willing to come in or Skype or video to share their stories and to tell our people that we're not here alone, that there's another one in another country, in another state that is going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Please, you know, recommend them or recommend them or send them 
Definitely. Send them to me. And we are very happy to have you here. Thank you. This was so much fun. Can't wait to do it again. Yay. (laughs) Awesome. Jack, I know you were quiet today, but we love you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.